more concerned about the movie than who's in it. Yeah, but you didn't get it. What the hell does that even set up anything well, that I'm asking I, I for? Watched, I watched Tom McFarlane on the thing. Like, he said some stuff about it. So that's <laughs> You don't even sound like you're ready for it. Is this a backhanded again? Oh, yeah, I need a joke, don't I? I'll have a joke. Have we're, a joke. we're ill-prepared. I have a joke. No, we're ill-prepared. This is always a back. It's always a backhanded again, except if it's spelled with that. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Back at it again like we never left. Coke and dank. Dank and coke. It's Dully the Weapons. Hey, dank! <laughs> hey, coke. <laughs> Two beers in. So there's three guys at the gates of heaven, right? Waiting sure. to get in. Right. St. Peter says, All right, listen, we're running a room up here. So we can only take one of So whoever's got the most tragic story... Like, whoever had the most, the saddest death right. can be let in. Sure. So how did you get here? And the guy was like, well, you know, um, I had this sneaky suspicion that my wife was cheating on me. Right? Mm-hmm. So I pretended to leave one day, and then I came back, and I run in the bedroom, and there she is naked. And I go, where is he? Where is he? And she, goes, she goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. So I run out to, to the balcony. And don't I see a pair of hands hanging on the edge of the balcony, right? Mm-hmm. So I stomp the feet. He falls down into the bushes down below. I see him. He's starting to get up. He didn't even, didn't even, barely phased him. So I actually, I went back inside, grabbed the refrigerator, hauled it over the side of the balcony, and crushed him with it. Okay. I felt so bad that I committed suicide. This wow, and so that was guy one. Right. Saint Peter goes, "Wow, that's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty messed up, dude. That's heavy. Yeah, that's heavy. All right, he goes. How about uh, how about you, the second guy? He goes, "Well, I was doing some work on my uh, on my balcony, and I slipped, mm-hmm. and I fell down and grabbed the balcony of the guys below me in the apartment. Right. And this lunatic comes over and starts stomping on my hands. Right. <laughs> right. So I fell down in the bushes. I wasn't dead, thankfully. I fell. I fell in the bushes." And then he goes back in and grabs his refrigerator and throws it out and lands on me. Right. And I die. Yeah. Right. So he goes, oh, wow, I, I see <laughs> I see where this is going. Yeah. He goes, okay, third guy, what's you? He goes, well, I'm sitting naked in the refrigerator. Yes, it was. <laughs> is it? Yes, it was. All right. The point of it is... Is there? The point of it... <laughs> I should never have fucking told you that. The, the point of it is... I would have said that anyway. Yeah. The point of it is, two of them ended up going down to hell, and only one got into heaven. Did you say which one? No. So it leads up to your imagination. <laughs> Who do is, you think? Oh, God. You should have just told me think? a knock-knock fucking joke. Who do you think? I don't care. Anyways, we're talking about hell today. Are we? <laughs> I thought you were talking about refrigerators. <laughs> no, you should have told me your refrigerator is running joke. 
Is your refrigerator running? I hope so. <laughs> I have soft cheeses and, <laughs> Is there a, and new meats in there. I saw this meme. I saw this meme where the guy's like, anybody who's making commercials about cheese, stop making commercials. We're still going to buy it. <laughs> You yeah. don't need to buy. I, yeah, I don't, I, think, I don't think they're getting new fans with that, and I yeah. don't think uh, cheese is not going to lose. Re- fans. Returning fans are like, you yeah. know what? This is the final year for cheese. <laughs> I think we're going to find something else to to put things on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. in it for cheese if you still got cheese. That joke would have been ten times better. That's a great. Well, you just reminded me you said soft cheese soft in cheese. your refrigerator. Soft cheese, and, no naked men, right? and and new meat. So I don't know. I haven't, <laughs> been, I, I, haven't, I haven't been there in a while, so I don't know. It's in and the new meat. So I hope <laughs> <laughs> new meat's gonna be a thing. <laughs> Call our fans new meat. <laughs> you guys are you're either soft cheese or you're new meat. I think we discovered a new fucking segment that we're gonna use now. Because both of those can be delicious or can be terrible. Yeah. So we don't know which is which yet. <laughs> soft cheese and You new may meat. want to be what a soft are, cheese. Who are you? Soft cheese or new meat? I, see, like, that's that's a whole other <laughs> podcast right now. Because theoretically, I want to be a new meat, but I don't like the sound of new meat. No. And, you know, I prefer, I prefer like a medium to hard cheese to be a soft <laughs> cheese. You're definitely a rare breed or a rare breed. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a joke. Yeah, wasn't as good as my. You sure about that? No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> You'll let us know. Yeah, yeah. Our our soft cheeses out there are new meats. <laughs> we'll let us know <laughs> what's good from bad. But we're here doing uh across the pages. Across the pages this is our, exciting. Yeah, we, we continuing enjoy the across the yeah. Even though there's only a second one. We we've been doing it. We just haven't but, noticed. Yeah. We haven't pulled it together. Yeah, we haven't pulled it together. We've, we've been constantly watching oh, yeah. and reading things yeah. that are Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. We've just not sewn it together and made it seamless as this six-minute intro <laughs> for this episode. Yeah. The last one we did was were ladies. The later we record, the more off the rails we go. Yeah. This one is about hell. So the boy, yeah, hell boy, <laughs> hell boy. <laughs> that's a joke you don't want to lead with. Oh man, that's a good one. God damn, you would have got me on that. Hell boy and hell spawn. What does Flavor Flav say when he goes to the afterlife? What's that? What hell is this? Boy. Hell boy. Is he? Look at that. You should do one. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm never. You can start the hey coke. No, if I have to hey coke you, I'm out of here. <laughs> if I hey coke you, I'm tapping my nose. Hey, Coke. <laughs> oh. Yeah? Yeah? And then, uh, you know, I go for the nose candy. I don't uh, in- endorse nose candy by any means, nor have I tried it, but yeah, I, I think the joke is hilarious. Is an NHL player? <laughs> a Russian guy? In May, there's, there was a video um, of him in like a in like a hotel room right. and there was, there was white powder on this table that he was passed out next to. <laughs> and he's like, I don't do... Drugs, never done drugs, that all the stuff. Okay. Just, just this week, or last week, Double um, IHF suspended him <laughs> for having cocaine in the system. <laughs> you know, you, you run that risk. Yeah. It's a fun yeah. life, but uh, you know, it's, it's dangerous. What people do with money, eh? Fuck. Anyways, we're talking about Hellspawn and Hellboy today. They sniff it. Um, because they're awesome, and often uh, overlooked. They've been around for a long time, so... As as hell. Yeah. Spawn since 92. Hellboy was 93. 
So they're OGs. They're OGs in the game. To the 90 game. Yeah. Hellboy's had three movies. Spawn's had one. So far. Yeah. Spawn's on its way for the reboot. But, yeah. Or the, the sequel. They're, they're definitely not calling it a sequel. No, no. And, uh... Thank God. Actually, McFarlane's actually directing this one. Which oh. is like first time directing. Uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. But he, he... Be prepared for the reboot in 2025. Yeah. He Well, he was watching... Uh, his whole his whole thing is he's going to make it very dark. Very serious. Why don't you just just call Robert Rodrigo? Well, the the, the reason he, he Rodriguez, was, yeah, he, he was explaining that the reason uh, he's directing is because they purposely kept it at a lower budget. They they could have done like eighty million sure. budget, but this was a twenty million budget. Right. So he when he brought when he brought it to the studio, he figured they were gonna bring in some new young director. He goes, well, why don't I just do it? I'm not young, but I'm still new. I'll just my first movie, whatever. I'll do it. I don't know how it's gonna turn out. Yeah, he's like he's like, and he's too close to the property. He's very too. close. Yeah, I like it'd be good for him to oversee it and things. Yeah, like not, I I imagine this is gonna be the best costume I've ever seen in Spawn, though I've only seen it in print, cartoon, and with this movie that we're about to yeah, talk about. Yeah, how many how many uh, do you know how many issues Hellboy's had? I just wanted... uh, a lot. If he's been in ninety three, he's been there for a long time. Because I know Cause s- this this has been Seth MacFarlane's meat and potatoes. Like he's no released... Hellboy, Hellboy. Oh, oh, my mistake. Because I, I know I was, I, I, don't know. I was leading up to Spawn's 300th is coming out um, September 4th. Fair enough. And it's like and, 27 years of. And so, um, Spawn is Sorry. to Image as uh, Hellboy is to Dark Horse. Oh yeah. But uh, who's the, who's the creator for the Hellboy kind of franchise? And Mike Mignola. So I don't. I... Writer artist Mike. It's funny because look at that writer artist Mike Mignola and then writer artist Todd McFarlane. Yeah. And he's, the, still, yeah. he's still doing So the, the comic I read Is still Mike McNola So yeah. still definitely hands on And it's still I know there's well, You know they're getting Paychecks off the movies yeah. But well, with Spawn, How close they want to be Spawn was in, Spawn was interesting Because there's McFarlane started writing it And he writes it Most of the time mm-hmm. But I know like In preparation for this I read I actually read like The first like 20 or 30 issues Just to kind of Like I went right through it Good work Show off Well, I, well I'm not, I'm not going to talk About all of them But it there was a lot of guest writers, like good ones. Too. Issue like, number three. Yeah. Actually, he used his left hand when he's supposed to be right-handed. Yeah, it's a uh, guest writers or guest. No guest writers. Like Alan Moore did one issue. Oh, nice. Just um, one though. He did one, and then he did a couple others. Like he did one for Spawn, and then he did a he did another like Violator miniseries. Sure. Um, Neil Gaiman did a Angela miniseries, and he created some other characters. There's a big legal problem with with McFarlane and Gaiman about. Uh, Medieval Spawn, Angela, the the, the fallen angel, right. and Cogliostro, and wh- who they huge legal battle, and who they actually belong to. Yeah, yeah. He ended up getting the rights to um, to Angela, and then sold her to Marvel. So she's actually yeah, and, in then, Marvel and then never like used them again yeah. in Hall in Spawn. No, she no, they're not allowed to. She's been in like she's been part of the Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like that, which is interesting. But um, doesn't belong there. No, but. Again, had, like Grant Morrison wrote for them. Uh, yeah, Alan Moore said, um, you know, game like there was a whole bunch of like guest writers. Yeah, Frank Miller did some writing for them. like this is the early to mid nineties. So all these guys were on the come up. Well, some of them were established. Grant Miller or Grant Morrison was established while but. Seth was still doing the artwork for it. Yeah. Okay. So that yeah, makes, that and then and then he started and then he and then Greg Capullo came in to do the artwork. So he, so he did the artwork for for Todd McFarlane. You said Seth, Seth yeah. McFarlane. I'm, I'm going to do, yeah, do that a lot. a lot. Get used to it. For Tom McFarlane, when he was, he'd write it. So he kind of split his duties because he was doing other things too. And yeah. But it, it's kind of a, he's always a part of it. 
McFarlane is. Right. But there's a whole bunch, just a rotating chair of art. Like, when him and Capullo did a long run, I think 50, I don't know, I can't remember how many issues, but they did, they were like the main duo. And Capullo went on to go do Batman with, with Snyder and things like that. Like, right. he's a very good artist, but he's, he's basically made his name on SmallCon. So, so if this was like an established character like Iron Man or let's say, um, Captain Marvel or Shazam, I wouldn't recommend like this type of course of action. But with someone like Spawn, where the adventures would change and kind of the character has grown, the fact that you're getting so many different voices, especially like dark voices too, yeah, it kind of lends itself to a better unfolding and like peeling back layers of this type of character. Yeah, it's weird. We. <sighs> We'll talk about the movies first. So we, we're already talking about the books, but we, <laughs> we're planning we're to talk talking about, about everything. Yeah. But it seems like it's, we're talking about Spawn first. Yeah, it's fine. We're it's, the first hell. What's weird is that in the beginning, like it would the first I think um, five or six or seven issues was the story, and then they had like three one shots. And this is what Spawn like the series is, was guilty of is that it couldn't hold steam. Like so, it was right. the the main story in the first thirty or so issues that I read barely moves like it'll move in spurts and right and well, then and well, then it'll like and then there'll be like a bunch of one shots and it takes you way off the, the beaten path you're like I don't like after, I want to know what's going on with the story so after his redemption and like um kind of his revenge plot what, what are you supposed to do with him like he's then just like a well there's the whole a, a archangel for whoever's master or kind of thing like yeah, he's, his, his singular storyline makes sense right like if he's oh like uh, a vigilante or like an ex-militant that gets fucked over by such and such and then ends up possessed or like making a deal with the devil to come back and get revenge yeah. and then that's a great kind of story that you can build after that it's kind of like what do we do now with you right well there like, was more than that like it was there was the whole uh, the whole thing of Terry um, so if you don't know Spawn dies and makes a deal with the devil or sorry yeah he makes a deal with the devil to, be, to lead the devil's army in like this um, well, upcoming he's not war, his yeah, he's go- a, he's government assassin, name. government assassin. Um, so he Al Simmons, right? Who's, yeah, the man dies. Yeah, and, and he makes, makes a deal with the devil, devil to see his wife again. It's he makes a deal with the devil. Obviously, he's gonna trick you. So he basically you, his body's all charred up, and yeah, he turns into this bitch. Yeah, yeah, to with, lead his army, right? Right, but finds a and then his wife ends up with his best friend Terry. So his wife Wanda ends up with his best friend Terry. There's a whole there's a whole plot of like Terry being framed. And uh, organization coming after him, right. um, a senator's son or, or child being set up with a with like a pedophile. Like there's a whole bunch of things there's that, le- but they don't ever like they they'll they'll touch on that and, and then, then they leave it alone. Then they'll, they'll do a bunch of one shots yeah. and then they'll. Be, I'm like, no, get back to Spawn that. Fighting this weird yeah. character, Spawn fighting yeah. this demon. It's like, all right. So cool, that's blood. that plus Al Simmons um, or Spawn's Original. cycle of moping. Just goes on and on and on. like he'll come he'll come out. He lives in hell. No, well he lives in the he lives in the in the street with a bunch of homeless people. That's not better. I'd go back Wanda. to Wanda. I miss Wanda. Like it's good, but it's after about fifty issues. It's, it's the same. Yeah, like you he, would there's learn no better. there's there's very little character progression for Spawn himself. Okay. Right. So it's kind of frustrating if you stick with it. Um, it like there's there's some good parts and some bad parts. The early the early issues. Here's your segue. Uh, talking about frustration. 97 <laughs> Spawn Oh you wanna Yeah actual, I, I thought yeah. we were just gonna Keep going with the comics I was like I was well, ready to go well, in We gave you a foundation of <laughs> the, the comics are good yeah. But obviously there's uh, Kind of like a standstill Because they They didn't understand The obstacle of 
telling more stories to give this man a full arc. They, yeah. they just went back to the well of like, okay, he's evil but not evil, and he's just going to keep fighting demons and kind of these supernatural things. That gets repetitive after a certain while. If you love it, great. But uh, really what keeps driving you back to Smart, I feel, for me specifically, was the artwork. Because it was unlike anything I ever saw at that time. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, because because Tom McFarlane did, um, he created Venom, right? Seth McFarlane. <laughs> he created Venom too, so that you see the parallels right. in Spawn, of of when he was working on the Spider-Man comics, right? Mm-hmm. There was a very, yeah, it's very, he, he just pointed to one over there. Yeah, it's like it's visceral, right? Yep. You can see the yep. the angst in the face and the eyes and the emotion and kind of, I, I want to say energy, but there was always like a push to be like. The shit that was happening in those pages seemed like the most serious and like, uh, like right now this moment is the most important moment. So page to page, you're like, oh my gosh, this is the craziest battle ever. Um, but then when you're looking at the story, it's kind of especially now that we're no longer like adolescents and youth. Yeah, that, it's it's super thin. Yeah, that, when you were young, you're like, okay, he's fighting, the, he's fighting Violator. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, Overkill, like, Overkill was amazing. Yeah, it's like Psycho. It's like all right. Um, the, it's the same dude. The one thing you gotta funny. keep in mind too is Spawn the comic is very nineties. Like it's, it's Macho most, Man. It's the most lots of guns, giant, lots of violence, giant muscles, machismo yeah. chests. Yeah. Look at me now. Yeah. yeah. And that's and that's that was the appeal, right? That was the that was the in thing in that. If that if it came out today, I don't think it would survive the way it did. Like it's surviving now because it's it's progressed so far. Issue uh, three hundred is around the corner, which is we'll amazing. We'll talk more about that in our image. Uh, Yes. Bonanza episodes yeah. where we go That's down of, of just that era of time. But like, Spawn was, started everything. Yeah. He's, he's the OG. So image, it was a right? great time for comics, but they, it wasn't it wasn't a sustainable time for comics. Like it was such a great fucking shot up. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, pick this up. But after a while, you're like, right, so give me something else now. And they didn't know what to do next, especially Image. Uh, which brings us to the movie because that was their next kind of push, right? Like we had yeah, com- the- we had kind of conquered comics. We needed a next kind of. A medium or avenue to take over and decide to trust whoever you want to say they trusted with making <laughs> Spawn '97. Yeah, Good gravy. Which is really quick, like because because he started in '93 and then the movie came out four years later. Sorry, '92. So the movie that means the movie came out five years later. That means the movie was in production probably three years after. So good on them started. on capitalizing. That's, like, that's fast. They yeah. saw they saw where the money that's was really coming. And they're like, all right, let's do it. Right. Um, and this is up there with one of the first comic book movies to kind of hit the yeah. big screen. Yeah. This was of the 90s era, right? Yeah. We can't really talk about the the 60s, 70s, like Captain America, Fantastic Four. This was like the push of like, okay, we'll give it a chance. Uh, you guys have earned uh, enough uh, trust where like you can see there's an audience for comic books. We can put those uh, butts in these seats in the theater. And they were... Not right. No, no. Uh, it was directed by um, Mark A. Z. Dippe. First fail. <laughs> this is his first movie. Uh, it was first full. He had a short film called Herbie Hancock. This is the drum. Before that, and he's gone on to to do movies like Frank. Oh, and maybe Fish. that was a music video for Herbie Hancock. Oh, there you go. This is the, yeah, a short film. They say short film for music okay. Videos. There you go. Garfield gets real. The Reef Two. <laughs> Gutsy this is, Frog. This is, a, this is after. This is after the box. This is since. Well, you got a Marmaduke movie coming out. Nothing here. I know. I don't know any of them. No. Since then. Well, you know Michael Jackson Halloween. Michael Jackson's Halloween. But th- I think that was after he died. Yeah, this so is twenty seventeen. I wouldn't trust that either. It's all direct. Anyways, this is 
he he's like his name a dippy yeah <laughs> he could be a soft cheese he could be if you're listening right now and could be, be a soft he, cheese he could be a new meat a dippe he could be a new meat a dippe I, I don't know what it means yet but it means something but the movie is where do we begin uh, if, if we're getting this movie so okay Swan's the most successful indie, indie comic ever Sweet. And he started. It started Image, and it was a massive success. So let's capitalize this movie. Let's. What made the comic so success successful was the the dark, it's tone. brooding tone. Yes, it's the tone. tone. It's tone. You were the seeing, movie did The mm-hmm. movie did not capture that at all. And like, um, and there was. Um, I wouldn't say it didn't capture it. Like, it attempted to go there. There are certain things about this movie that I fucking love and can really? still hold up. Yes. It's a very small list, but yeah, there are things say, about like, this because I don't know if I love like, anything. So I don't know where you want to go. Do you want to go straight into the spew? Do you want to give them what the? Uh... Yeah, go ahead. You, you, I've been talking most of the time. Okay, so l- let's just talk about things that I love, and we'll go with casting because that's where I fucking that's meat and potatoes for me. Okay. Because uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some we're gonna have Michael some White yeah casted as Al Simmons Spawn yeah that's a hit good work except that. Yeah, it was not a good performance, though. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, said, it was a hit. I agree I with said, you. good okay. casting. Yeah. We'll get into performances. <laughs> All right. Leguizamo, MVP. Great casting. Great performance. I maybe maybe the yeah. best performance of the movie as a I, clown yeah, violator. Yeah, I would 100% say that. Uh, Teresa Randall, smoking hot as a wife. Jessica Miss- Priest. Oh, no, yeah, Wanda. Yeah, yeah. Um, and smoking Melinda on. Clark as... Uh, Jessica Priest? Yes. Titties out. Smoking hot. Titties out. Smoking hot. uh, Cast them and everything. (laughs) And then you have Mike. um, Was it? uh, I think it's Hugs or Hughes. He's the little kid that's in every little kid movie. So in Kindergarten Cop, he's the one that says, "Boys have penises, girls have vaginas." He plays the little homeless dude. I didn't notice that. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Great casting. Because anytime you have him in there, and then obviously you want to show a bum. He's. This is why you do casting. You get the. When I can say their names right, (laughs) I get it. That's. Other than, like really the best thing about this movie is John Leguizamo, because yeah, oh, yes, okay. he did his entire performance on his knees yeah. to to do clown and violator prop, and he's he's pitch perfect and he's totally understands the kind of the, the you, you didn't mention Martin Sheen, he's not on my uh, hit list, he's on my <laughs> miss list. <laughs> he was terrible along was with so uh, along with DB Sweeney and uh, Nicole Williamson. So everyone, like, essentially, uh, all the white guys in it. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. We're but not, look, we're not look, great. Let's let's get John Leguizamo out of the way here. He they, he had fun with you, this. You're if you're watching the movie, you're watching it for him. Yeah. It was a great performance. Uh, he completely understood the character. He took it to a place that I never thought I would see until I got to see the animated version of Spawn, which is uh, above and beyond the the best, the quintessential version of how you want to watch Spawn. Yeah. But his performance is the only thing that kept me watching this. And I fucking paid to watch this again. Because I couldn't... I bought the DVD way back when, and I couldn't find it, like, for whatever yeah. reason. Like, it's lost out of my DVD collection. So I went on to On Demand, and I paid the five ninety nine to watch it HD. Not available, Ooh. so I think they took five ninety nine from me. And I paid three ninety nine to watch it for you the... You didn't tell me film. that. I know I did it. And then I watched it, I was like, God damn, I want my money back, because this was... Not a fucking good movie. No, it's not. Except for uh, Leguizamo. Yeah, Leguizamo. And even still, the, the the character was a little. I didn't like. Like, there was a lot of potty humor. Yeah, the, and I was like, yeah, there's a lot of green mist farts really like that. But and uh, but that's but his like, performance was great. Yes, for for the because as a director and the subject material, you're going for a PG already. You're you're missing no. what you have and what you're trying to do. Leguizamo is the only kind of 
um, connection there to ride between what was R-rated and what was PG. Yeah. Like, he, he, he has is, he has sinister moments in there where it's like, yeah, I would not yeah. fuck with this motherfucker. And then he has the PG moments of like, I'm going to fly kids and play a clown. That's, that stupid cheerleading, <laughs> the cheerleading. The cheerleading number and stuff. Yeah, Swan, one yeah, yeah, if he yeah, can't do was, it. Yeah. I, I, I was yeah, the big fan of that. But, not, not, totally, did, yeah. totally not great, but yeah. his performance was really good. Sa- I did, saves whatever you can salvage from this. I did hear... Oh, God forsaken movie. I did hear a rumor. I don't know if it's true, but apparently he did actually eat real maggots off the pizza. He, he puked them out off like when the things stopped. You know when the pizza tastes like? Sure. Because I have here... Those are apparently real maggots. Who in the fuck throws out that much pizza? Yep. There's absolutely. a whole pizza that with a, a, like as many cow- maggots on it yeah. and he casually comes <laughs> up and feels like, who the, what bum is letting a... Like, like if pizza I order a pizza, I'm college. I'm letting an entire pizza. Like nobody throws out that much pizza. No. You throw in a crust and maybe the last slice. Even if you drop it, you're that, like... Ah. I've seen more fucking... Uh, like old pizza in fridges for people like I'll yep. eat it later then someone's like I'm gonna take this entire pie yeah. and just toss yeah. it to the yeah. point that maggots are like yeah. this is for and us and they're big maggots too they've been there for a while <laughs> they've been eating <laughs> that's that's one of a laundry list things that we're going through so we're gonna be all over here we're gonna um, be- I like to say when I saw the credits I couldn't stop laughing because um, first of all I think I turned it off go ahead the, the, the opening credits or the ending credits everything okay ending credits are hilarious but opening credits is like so none of this technology holds up like none of the no, anime oh my god none of the animation this, this might be at all holds up in recent memory at least this is the worst movie for, for CGI, CGI that yes. I've seen or like this was definitely a beta test of like can we do this my god let's it try was, it it was bad it was terrible it um, was. Okay, uh, I I I wanted them to put a little quote you're, you're on there. Do you want me to go down the list and you add to it? Or like, sure, but let little, me just say like, say, okay, uh, from the opening credits and from the first music musical cue, I said from the makers of the Blade soundtrack because <laughs> it's all. I was like, this is gonna be terrible, but I couldn't wait. Um, again, I recommend. I'm already gonna tell you. Recommend this movie if you're drunk or with a group of people to boo down. It's really bad. This is this is probably the best. A group watch movie where you're not really paying attention until you laugh at shit that's terrible. So I got point form here. Go for we'll, it. I'll, I'll nail them off. You can just add yeah. to it. If I miss anything, just we'll just finish. Okay. So I did. Yeah. Rough acting. She never does it. Yeah. He was so. Like, he was terrible. He was so like. He was so miscast oh, for this. Is that what you want to do? <laughs> then I'll just kill you. Like. <laughs> and he grew up goatee and everything. I was like, dude, this is not the one for no. you. No. Uh, Jessica Priest with tits out. Yeah, we talked about that. Amazing. So. She the the opening scene where they're they they turn on Al right right, she has this AR with her this assault rifle okay and she shoots green goo on him like did you <laughs> there's a lot like of gr- there's guy. a lot of green goo mist stuff <laughs> yes I've noticed yeah. that the same going back to party humor uh, potty humor from uh, clown yeah he farts the same mist that appears in Spawn's eyes yes. when he I yeah. was like. Yeah. Nobody in the editing yeah. team was like, maybe we should change the consistency here, or everyone's gonna think, or at least the order, because now I think that uh, Spawn's eyes fart out green mist. Green mist, yeah, they must must reek. Fail. Uh, green goo, yeah, that was weird. So that's how they burned him. It was, I guess, Super it was like, weird. so I don't know why you just shoot him in the head. I don't uh, know why you squirt green goo. And what kind of assault? Anyways, going back to him getting burnt, um, his entire burning body got burnt to a crisp. It was all shiny, but uh, his clothes didn't even get charred. <laughs> And yeah, there was a costume change. Like he started off in matil- like uh, military garb yeah. and ended up in like homeless people yeah. rags. Yeah, but the burnt line, in between. Yeah. I was like, what? Where was this cutscene? Man, they fucking wasted him in this, eh? Yes, he's got that voice too. It's just 
Oh, he was just, he, I, was, he I, was not into oh, it. Oh, from the intro, um, the weird voiceover trying to tell you about, like, the battle between <laughs> that's the and Hell. Yeah, that that's Cogliostro, yeah. That's bad casting. That was uh, Nicole Williamson. Did not like him. Um. Okay. Sorry, just, I'll go back yeah, to my just, list. Yeah, just okay? hit stuff. Clown over the top, but John Leguizamo had fun. Yeah. Uh, Jason Winslow, Martin Sheen's character. Two. Just a cackly mustache twirler. Um, special ops CD. So you know when um, Terry goes into the into the office to to find dirt on himself, right? And he pops that CD out. It says "Special Ops CD," like written right. Yeah, like <laughs> who would do that? First oh, of all, there's a special ops CD. So the for. technology they're using says "Special Ops." There's CD. this at, at one point. There's a screen on the like behind them, and it looks like a Nintendo Game Board. Yeah, and then like MS DOS. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god! Like just to see how old the technology <laughs> was. They didn't even try and invent something new. They like used. <laughs> dead technology to be like we're cutting edge and I was like you've pulled me out of this goddamn movie uh yeah so they, what was the they harvested disease from dead Korean biohazardous bombs threatening the world yeah that was the that was the plot right he was holding the world hostage right with a bunch of bombs that would shoot out of biohazardous mist that they got from dead Koreans so realistic yeah they really went for tonally but what's, grounded what's the ugh. you know I don't what was that? What's the full gonna, fight? Yeah, Why? This, yeah. The, just go shoot everybody. Yeah, Terry asked to research some. Oh, this is this was a good one when he's in. Um, Terry's in the room with Jason Wynn. right? Uh, Sheen, and he's like, he asked, hey, "Oh, can I do some research for some cover-ups? You know, across the seas, I feel like there's something going on." Wynn's like, "I'll kill your family." <laughs> like, there's no. What? It's like there's no. There's, he doesn't even try to persuade him often. There's no like, shift. And if no. you wanted to take it to that level, this should have been an R-rated comedy. You should be like, I kill your fucking family. Yeah. In the first five minutes, give me something just, like, so just bloody. It's like, no. It's like, bro, I just, whoa. So, okay, clearly you're behind this now. Like, there's no subtlety whatsoever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just like, I'll I'll kill your family. That made me laugh. A uh, lot. I was like, what a, is going on? A lot on? made me ma- laugh, but a lot made me, like, cry. Uh, I also put, um, for, so anytime there was shots of, like, hell or like the slow motion <laughs> drop to hell I was like is this, am I watching a movie or is this doom PC graphics yeah it was it was like oh boy like still pixelated Dude, when the, at the ending when they show the army oh good I was I was laughing Those, I laughed so hard at so that final <laughs> climax Because so it was hard. like so the army they all look like spawns and that's from the comics too they all have the same spawn outfit right but in this one they were actual like copies like animation copies. Like they're all doing the same thing. There's about three different gestures. One spawn was going like this. One was like this. And one was going like this. And it was just copies. You know they can't of, see you. When you I know. Um, you, but, but, it was, they just cut and paste. Yeah, they cut and paste. And they just hundreds glue, of them. Glue them all. But before they understood. Like it's not a Lord of the Rings um, levels of like, oh, we can copy and paste. But each one looks intricate and works to the overall um, setting of a no. final battle. It's like clip art. It's like they'd be side by side do the same fucking thing. It's using hard like floppy disk, and you have to load up like thirty disks to get one character. Like that's the level of non technology that you have. It's it's bad. It, yeah, it is it, bad. Like I don't have enough words to talk about how terrible the animation pulled me out of the movie. Oh, because yeah. you you could have you, you could have yeah. cut all that away and just kind of done more of a grounded, and there still would have been a story there. Leguizamo and the Michael Jai uh, White character back and forth. There was something yep. there. They didn't yep. get fully expressed. But anytime... And they always did, like, these slow-motion explosions to get to hell. So, like, they took the time to show, like, this big fire explosion when he first, um, like, gets... Uh, and then Malboja's there, and he's like... 
And then, his mouth doesn't even move. Yeah, and then they then they sweep like so. There's this big slow motion explosion. Why when even show he, him when he get when he gets fucking uh uh double crossed, and then the slow kind of grind to hell. But like it's just a like a wall of fire that's not done well. No. And then like a, a pitfall to like a base level of yeah. what hell looks like. Yeah. Not done well. No. And then like the demon no. not done well. Yeah. And then Malbolge is like, rah, 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 and he's got this like he doesn't he doesn't. He looks like he was made in a basement by like a college kid. Like, not, just turn, not like, well. Why even show him? Just have a voice. Not, uh, you don't need voice to show over, him. Yeah, this this is where a, a competent director would have made an executive decision. Be like, let's cool. find a different way to do it. Um, there's a scene where um, when Spawn gets into it, right? He gets right. this gun. He's like, I'm gonna bring the fight to them. When he attacks Jason Wynn and, and Jessica Priest in that in that um, what was it, like a like a ball or a lot of ball uh, like a gala or whatever okay yeah right um and she just like there's a hall full of people she's like there's spawn and she just brings out the gun these guys are shooting shooting. yeah um he does this one move i was rolling i don't know if any i don't hopefully you know this too he's in the top balcony and he does this flip (laughs) but he's shooting before he flips yeah so like so he actually shoots the floor the wall and you know he's (laughs) because to get to the floor it's like but you're a trained military, like, <laughs> like had... top level. You know when to push the trigger yeah. on a gun. You wait till you see your target. Yeah. But he's like, he's too gun happy. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm doing it. Flip. He's like a four-year-old the cap gun. It's just like... So, like, two-thirds of your bullets are now in the wall stairs floor. And anybody walking around, like, they're all dead. There should be way more dead people in this movie than there are. None of them died in that. No, they walk away. Um... That was weird. That, I was rolling on that one. That I laughed good. a lot at... Well, I, I wrote here, this is how crazy I thought jo- uh, John Leguizamo was, because I have to keep going back to yeah, him, because yeah. he was the That's high fine, point. Yeah. He literally could have been the uh, casted as Pennywise in the It movies. Like, I felt like he was that close. And there's a scene where he's... He, no, he was performing he's a, very good. He's yeah. a clown in the... Um, at a children's yeah. party but then uh, he pulls out this skid mark uh, underwear uh, yeah. and I was like Aww. I want to laugh at this but this it's is not, not gonna work it just ruined everything he was talking about ah, skid, skid marks <laughs> it's like oh you fuck <laughs> why uh, the scene okay right after the that, that banquet hall or gala exit right right he gets his cape that long cape right and he disguises himself as part of the building. So. I, I wrote... Okay, so what did you write for that? I thought A was waste of a fucking disguise. Yes, but <laughs> I also wrote that literally reminded me of Mario 3 uh, when you get that stone suit yeah, yeah, yeah. and you could just turn invisible. It's like, <laughs> of all the things you could do, why would you just hide as a pillar? And then not even for a long time. He, like, so he, so he goes against the corner, he hides as a pillar, the spotlight, because the cops are after him, the spotlight goes over. Right. And then it passes by him, and then he comes out of it, and then it comes back. And that cape was so fucking out of place. There's a moment oh, when he's, like, man. flying down with it, and yeah. it's like, yeah. you could tell it doesn't belong in this movie. Like, no. they just clipped-arted it in yeah. to, like, fit. <laughs> but it's like, and then the cape's, like, one of the best characters in the film, because when it transfers into the motorcycle, like, that's one That was ba- cool, yeah. That was badass, but that's the only but time the not, cape, like, yeah. does something good. This is basically a video game movie. That's how terrible it is. The uh, yeah, how how we, how did you like the trigger heart transplant? <sighs> like who? How the fuck? Who <sighs> in the right mind thinks that's a good idea? They 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 put a trigger into Jason Wynn's heart, um, so that if it's if his heart stops beating, all then the bombs, the bombs go, go off. off. 
it's not the first time I've heard it, but maybe it was the first time that it appeared. Like I've, yeah. I've heard that trope where it's yeah, yeah. attached to your heart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember Transformers kind of did the thing where like they took out the heart of right. Rampage and like we got you right. So yeah, there, yeah, yeah. there's something there, but the the but why would he do that? The overall story is already <laughs> convoluted <laughs> with like what you want to get Korean gas to destroy the world. Yeah. The fact that you're placing it on his like what are you doing? Like, just talk about how this guy got cuckolded. Because I think this is the first story of like, a dude getting cuckolded in, in a oh, comic book, right? Yeah. And he comes back. Yeah. I will and say this about friends. his makeup. That's how I want, if I ever get Chameleon in a Sinister Six movie. To look just like that, all I, shiny? No, I, no, no. no. I, when his face is all burnt up, yeah. I want it to look like that. Like, yeah. and like scars and veins. Just make that white. Yeah. Like, that's how I want Chameleon, Chameleon? to look yeah. like. Yeah. I think that was, that was one of the highlights for me. Set design wasn't bad. Um, makeup was... Pretty good for no, the time. No, was fine. His 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 outfit was pretty lame. The yeah. body armor he had going and on. And again, th- I guess this is a uh, comic book trope. You can start counting how many times it happens. This is another superhero that has to take off his mask. To, all the f- I actually wrote talk. that too. Yeah, he does it so many all, fucking times. And your spawn mask always off. And you're not even a pretty man anymore. No. Like you're charred. Keep, Keep yeah. the mask on. Like yeah. at least you have fucking. He barely takes it off in the oh. comics, but. Well, that's every Ooh. comic. Like, yeah. every comic book movie, they find never a never takes his mask off. And he's always on. Yeah. That's when they had it off, and it's like, dude, nobody wants to look at that grill. Like, the best thing about this movie is the goddamn poster. Yeah, the poster's great. Because, and that's the face that you want to see. You yeah. don't get to see, you see that no. maybe a third of the yeah. movie. And then when you do get to see it again, it's in the cheap hell version animated, and you're like, oh, I've been swindled again. Then they have, uh... In the showdown that the, near the ending there what, at Terry and Wanda's place. Oh, God. Where Jason Wynn just walks in with his gun. <laughs> He's just like, opens the door. Oh He's God. already got his gun out. Like, what's gun going drawn? on there? It didn't make like... any sense. <laughs> Cogliarostro shows up. Mind if I cut in? <laughs> I just wrote, what the fuck, for that final battle. I oh, didn't have was... to write anything else. Oh, it was so bad. Like, tonally, it's so off. There's like six different tones in this movie. Yep. It doesn't know what it wants to do. Or what he's trying to um, accomplish? Yeah, the fight, the battle in in, because what was it? Clown pretends he's Wanda, right? Tied up. Yeah, remember? And then it's it's like, why are we doing why? this? Why for what? Why are we like, doing this, guys? You already have an inside track to spawn. Like you can just fuck yeah. with them in so many different ways, and this didn't even make sense nope. to further the plot. And then he gets dragged into hell and. Hell, hell is terrible. If that's what hell looks like, I'm not afraid of hell at, no, all. Not at, all. It's, at all. It's laughable. No, it's pretty funny. I'd go down yeah. there and be like, yo. The army um, doesn't move. You guys didn't get the like MS-DOS like, uh, <laughs> update? You guys aren't even on Microsoft XP? And the, the, fight, the fight with Malbosha is like... <laughs> oh my God. Malbosha was a waste. I hated the voiceover in the beginning because that didn't even make sense. And then you get the fucking... Like, did you see the lettering for Spawn his name? Like, it looked like Turok from Nintendo 64. <laughs> yeah, like, th- it didn't look anything like no. the movie poster. No. Like, th- nobody knew what they were doing. Like, nobody talked to any other department during this movie for what they were trying to accomplish. And then at the end, I was like, okay, let's just put it all together. And yeah, nothing, no, it just, yeah. Nothing made sense. Let's just piece it together and see what happens. Only New Line Cinema would invest money in this. This is the only Here's... production company. New Line Cinema is the only people giving a chance to anything like this it had to, a, to this level this is how hungry people were it, it's budget was 45 million right it made 87 so it almost doubled that's how hungry people were for a good spawn movie off of the trailer because I imagine the, the tra- I imagine the trailer was amazing I don't remember it but yeah but uh, you you can see exactly what was in it like it would have been him on the motorcycle transforming in the suit him with the guns just jumping down like 
all the best versions of it, and and then seeing uh, John Leguizamo's face being clown, that would have sold me to, to buying a ticket. Yeah. And knowing that it's PG, I and don't need you, my mom to, to, to go. And then you go in there and you're like, you swindled. What? Oh my gosh, we didn't talk about the devil worshippers in the fucking graveyard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and the yeah, one guy that right. looks like Guy Fieri, yeah, and he gets stabbed. That's, that's like, right. I, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's this weird moment where like they're uh, they're praying to the devil or whatever, and it looks like this guy has a dagger to stab something. Yeah. But it looks like an ass that he's stabbing. Yeah. I don't know if it's a piece of bread or. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> and then Sp- and then Spawn shows comes up, up out of the grave. I was like, what? Like, like what? So like they're making fun of I guess that like that's Gen X or like the next generation of like goths or whatever yeah. but they're posers and idiots yeah and then Spawn just comes and dump like dummies them and it's like well did I need them like no it's it's fuck it's not a good movie man um, see, I, I finished my list what do you uh, the one takeaway I said was basically so Spawn's basically a Ghost Rider similar rip off yeah. yeah like they have the whole yep. type of like spirit uh, tor- of vengeance type shit yeah tortured uh, soul and they need that um, similar well that mentor who understands things although you don't get the mentor that good in this no Cogliosa just sucks in this he is terrible it is what's his actual name Nicole uh, Williamson yeah Nicole this, Williamson. this was his final role by the way it, well you know yeah, so I can see he why he went out with a bang no he went out with a whimper <laughs> um Oh, I laugh so fucking hard at uh, when the kid is uh, eating a sandwich and it's rotten, and his bum father smocked, smacks him. <laughs> like, just fucking... He's like, you can't waste food. The kid can't <laughs> choke down this fucking moldy sandwich. And then Spawn comes in and dummies his dad. But I laugh so hard at the child abuse. And, I, and not that I laugh at child abuse, I was my, my mind was literally looking for something to enjoy about this movie, and it was so fucking hard. What's crazy about this is that it borrows so much from the comics right but it does everything that it borrows worse it's wild how they could just fuck it up this much for literally six minutes after the first voiceover there's no talking the first <laughs> intro he's just walking around doing yeah, things yeah, right. yeah, with nobody's this, saying yeah. any there's no exposition <laughs> they gave us the fucking voiceover talking about hell, heaven and hell then I get Michael Jai White as whoever you're supposed to be he's just running around doing things <laughs> But nobody's saying anything. I'm like, what the fuck? The, the, I'm checking to see if I push mute. It didn't. It didn't make sense. Like, and then they, what? Somehow Frank Welker is on payroll doing a voice here, and that's the same voice as Optimus Prime. Yeah. And I laughed at that, and I didn't. I didn't bother looking up what he did a voice for, because it would have just made me mad. Um. I don't. I don't know. I mean, this movie's not good. No, it's not. It does not hold up. There's very little to like about it. I can't recommend it. It's it's honestly, I'm not saying this. This is w- one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And then put comic book on it. Oh yeah. Th- again, and I don't want to put it in comic book. That's why I said it, this reminds me more of a video game movie because it's so far from the original source material. That's laughable. But it's just like it's laughable. They, they borrow so much directly from the comic, but they just fuck all of it up. Well, what's the point all of boring it. if you're not going to... Like, that's yeah. why I said you should get Robert Rodriguez to direct yeah. it because he'll plagiarize like a motherfucker. Not, not Depe. And, and make it look good. <laughs> I don't know if this is so bad it's good or so good it's bad or just bad. Uh, it's, no, it's just bad. It's Fair. just flat. It's just flat. Like, I'll never, I never want to see it again. Fair enough. I watched it, We watched it again for this. Um, I watched it as a kid. I was like... I remember being... As a kid, I remember being like, eh. I'll watch like, it lukewarm again. on it. I'll watch it again for and kids like everything. Yeah. Um, I I couldn't figure out if the dog's name was Snot, Spud, or Spaz. 
But I couldn't wait. For, I couldn't wait for the dog to die because I they hated just it. left him outside. Get out of spaz. Yeah, the the fucking uh, stepdad's like just uh, left him outside. So yes. he's freaking out about whoever's chasing him. I guess Spawn or something. Uh, he gets wand into the car. He gets the little girl in the car, and she's like, "What about Spaz? Snot, Spud? He'll find his way home. He'll find his way home, and then pulls off in the minivan. Why is he there, anyways? They're like, she's doing some speech. Wando's doing a speech in like a gymnasium, and they just brought the dog with them. Like, like, like. Well, why, why is Spud there? Why is why why is the dog there? Why is DB Sweeney there? Because I was just gonna say, like a cuckold, he has to keep finding ways (laughs) to insert himself in the situation. I'll give him props for cuckolding, but it didn't it didn't last. Oh man, it was just bad. Uh, uh, but I again I like the makeup because clown looks great. Like and, yeah, his, his makeup spawn, did look good. Yeah, spawn right. looks great. Um, set design because there was like the the first place that they used for like the warehouse and everything like that design was cool. Uh, the highway scene was nice. Like the, the the shots that they chose to to go to. So Frank Walker was actually the voice of Mel Bolger. Oh God! Sorry, you're talking about set designs. Go ahead. I know, I know. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm, I again so, I'm yeah. drawing at yeah. straws for the little things I liked about this. That motorcycle scene where you fucking finally get some motorcycles, cool. But then there's and then re- it armors up. Then there's a weird like when uh what's his face is trying to teach him how to use your powers or like uh, you have to like channel oh, it and with feel the chest. it. Yeah, yeah. And then the the, the, the chompers come out. Yeah. I was like, God yeah. damn yeah, it completely yeah. took you out again. Anytime they they wanted to fill you in with like CGI to like kinda like uh pad what a comic book would have done for you. It takes you completely out of the movie. I wish, it's, they, yeah, it's I wish they just avoided it and be like, yeah. we don't have the technology for it. And I, that's what I think. That's what that's kind of what uh, um, McFarlane's going with with this newer movie is he's I think trying to keep it smaller. Here's the thing for him: bullshit. He can't, he can't do worse. I don't think he can. It can't I don't go worse can. than what's been out there. This is terrible. Uh, but moving on to actually, I don't recommend watching. Don't watch. No, this. I don't watch this. It's bad. Hellboy. Which movie do you want? You want to do the most recent one, right? Or do we do the comic book? Do you talk about no, we'll, 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 movies? We'll, we'll, we'll go back to. Okay, yeah, the mo- the most recent one, the one with a uh, new casting. Um, Hopper, real name. David Harbor. David Harbor, who I liked. Yeah, he was actually very good. Yes, he was. Very good. I'm gonna say my definitive Hellboy. I hope he gets another shot to do. Another movie? I think so. I hope so too because um, it didn't make its money. I remember I watched this. I hadn't watched this until just recently, right? Um, for this episode, but I remember hearing that it was terrible. It's not as bad no, I, as and I saw did. when it yeah. first came out. And you and said I was like, that too. Yeah, I was like, this is not as bad as I want to think it is. Like it's not. It's not. Gr- it's not good. It's, but a, it's it's a two half movie. The first yeah. half of the movie is a, like really I want to say amazing. Yeah. Like it's really up there, and then the second half just falls apart. It moves apart. quick. It moves quick. Yeah. And they, they throw you right into the action and yep. you're with it, right? Like, yeah. you're, you just get swept up in the storm because the... And so I guess we'll just talk about the movie. The opening scene is just him um, in Mexico and just his life of what it would have been to this point where he's just trying to pull a friend out of a bad situation, essentially. And it turns out Hellboy being Hellboy, it's not as um, clean as he would want it to be. His friend has been possessed by a, some sort of demon. He's essentially a man-bat. So he's in Mexico looking for this man-bat creature... Yeah. That he doesn't even know yet. No, he doesn't he's, even know it's about. He yeah, thinks it's he, his buddy, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's looking for this luchador. So he goes to a like a basically amateur wrestling thing, and everyone's cheering. This is the, kind of the only place that he kind of like can fit in. Yeah, cause, yeah. Because he's celebrated down here. And I was like, oh, well, like, oh yeah. Yeah, El Diablo. Like, they're yeah. just cheering for him, right? They think he's a, no, no. I'm just here for my friend. Right, right. <laughs> and he gets into the ring, and kind of a great scene for me. Like it just unfolds where he's like trying to talk to his friend. I was like, yo, this isn't you. This is someone else. Let's get you out of here. Yeah. And he and, won't come. No, and he, he the demon slowly starts to come out, and he, he turns into this man bat 
freak, which is if you're ever gonna do man bat for Batman, looks just like yeah. This is the this is the makeup or the CGI I want you to do. This is fucking pitch perfect, and ends up having to spoilers. Yeah, because we fucking spoil it, spawn like a motherfucker. Yeah, uh, he has to impale him to uh, on a ring post. To, yeah, he, he's to not gonna get his friend back. Yeah. He has to kill him or be killed, and that's that's their opening scene to like. That establishes the. It was great, and uh, that's not even like the end of this whole scene is him in a bar like drinking in remorse because he had to kill his friend. Yeah, he like he he's an outsider. He can't be an insider. Like you get so much from this opening scene of like how much burden he has on his, his shoulder, how he's in this job. Uh, he's a reluctant hero. Like yeah. he, there's nothing else he can do. It's not really like in terms of setup. It's not really that different from the. Uh, Del Toro movies with Ron Perlman. Right. Like, because they kind of throw you in the middle of that as well. It is different because it feels like it's earlier. Like, when, when it, in those movies, it feels like he's already been doing this for a long time. Right. This one kind of feels like he's been doing it for a little while, but not too long because it's just him, right? There's no, there's no, there's no team in yeah, yeah. You, you don't understand there's a foundation around him. This one, uh, I agree with you for the most part, but tonally, I, I feel more Tony's for different. him yeah. in this one yeah. because you, you, you get a sense that, like, Yo, even my closest friends, I can't even. I can't even have closest friends. Yeah, he's sadder in this one. Yeah, and in the in the, in the uh, Ron Perlman ones, he's sarcastic. He's sarcastic. He's yeah. more like he's more like he's tongue in cheek. I'm over like, it. Yeah, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah like Whatever. he's like I can walk away from this. This shit. one, he's definitely got a sadness. This with this one, you yeah. feel like he's such a fucking outsider, and you get this in the first like ten minutes of yeah. the flick. So you're sorry, you're already into the character, and you're already into this world. And then they take you out of Mexico, and the movie kind of starts right. Yeah. So I fucking love that. Yeah. Uh, and then the the casting's great, right? So um, to play his father figure instead of oh, let me pull up fucking names for these guys. Yeah, you, you, you skipped right over your casting. I did. Um, so we'll talk about the casting for um, the, the twenty nineteen movie. Um, yeah. So you have Ian McShane who plays his father figure, which is amazing. That's the best casting. Um, he's he's been a lot of good things. Right? Yes, like he, he's, he's sneakily been in a lot of good. I don't things. even think it's sneakily anymore. He's just not. Picked, I think you're right. Not anymore. It's almost like he's been underrated for so long. Now it's like everybody you're, knows he's underrated. You're, so you're he's rated. Not underrated you're anymore. rated. Yeah. Uh, Mila Jojovic. That's right. She's <laughs> as the witch, right? Or so uh, you'll know her from uh, Resident Evil fame. Um, that's okay casting, but I don't really like the character of the witch. Yeah, I didn't what like they did. Yeah. Um, I don't remember Thomas Hayes in church anymore. Oh, he was it. he was the in the flashback. He was the, uh, what was the guy's name that was killing the Nazis? He's like, I'm here to kill the Nazis. Oh, okay, okay. When they first find out. Yeah. Okay, fair when enough. When they first find out. Um, you also get uh, Daniel Day Kim, which is great. Um, not enough with him, but what no. he did was kind of cool. And then uh, I guess, uh, new for me, but Sasha Bianca Lane, who kind of plays the circuit daughter and kind of a connection to the softer yeah, side of Hellboy. She's new. Um, which was cool, right? So, casting very minimal cast. Uh, I don't know who did the voice for um, the Bebop character, but oh yeah, the uh, yeah, that's fucking he, yeah. We, he, we get Bebop in this movie. We get we get Turtles uh, fame. We get yeah. a definitive. This is how you want Bebop Giant to look. Warthog, yeah, he looks great. Um, but I, I I think casting overall was great. But I, I, you can say that for both sets of movies, they weren't. There was never bad casting because they have David High Pierce as a right. Abe Sapien, no, which yeah, is it was great. Yeah. Um, you have uh, Selma Blair as a Fire Lady. I don't remember her name. Um, and William Hurt as the father figure. Uh, I don't have character names, but you know, if you're gonna watch it, you're gonna watch but it. This, uh, so but this, I, I like this. I like uh, what's his face again? McShane. Uh, no, I like David Harbour's. Um, oh boy, yeah, to I Ron, like him to a Ron lot. Perlman's yeah, Harbour. I agree. 
I wasn't sure if I was going to like it, but I liked it a lot. Um, story is what he gets sent out to help out some, uh, so some he, knights, yeah, right? To, so after Mexico, hunting. he goes back home. Obviously, you get the connection of the organization he works for. You get to see the building where he is and then his whole lifestyle of, like, I live here. Uh, this is kind of my surrogate dad with Ian Shane. Um, but then Ian Shane's like, okay, we need you. And they send him out again off to England, essentially. To yeah, go for hunting giants. Hunting giant, which yeah. is amazing. To just really hear cool that, idea. Uh, Doug Jones plays uh, Abe Sapien, but uh, David I. Pierce voices. The voices, Abe's, yeah. Oh, from the, from the... John Hurt, not William Hurt, my mistake. From, this is uh, Guillermo oh, del Toros. Yeah, he's checking the cast. For uh, the... Casting. And uh, Jeffrey Tambor, like, in that, too, because he plays the, like, uh, those bure- are good bureaucrat. Those, but those are good movies, too. Yes, like, they are. This is just, this is literally, like, this, this is, is not really a bad a franchise. This is a different take. Yeah. No, this this a is a, take. A, just a, a unappreciated franchise. Um, he goes giant hunting. He finds out about his past, about how he was brought into the world, because he didn't know, right? And I like the giant in, the giant hunt. Like, was cool, I'm just going to go straight to the action scene, because yeah, he's fighting three giants, but I've never seen it done where... Like, he can run to the camera, and they pivoted the camera so it looked like the that, direction where he's... Like, they keep shift, shifting how he's running. Yeah. And it was kind of like a video game. And so they pivot the camera around that, and then all of a sudden you just see a giant fist come down or a big blunt sword, and it was the giant. Well, I will say this. So um, I fucking love that. Neil Marshall is the, is the guy who directed this. Right. And I just wanted to share that out because he's actually... I didn't know this before. I actually looked it up after I watched the movie, and I didn't realize it was him. But he's he's done two movies that I've seen like I mean, he's done more than two movies but there's two movies of his that I really liked but right. I didn't know it was him and that was the Descent it was really good yeah, from really back good. in like 2005 Super dark. Yeah, yeah really good there was another one there's another one that a friend of mine gave me randomly called Dog Soldiers and it was about these um, these soldiers right. that go into the woods and they have to fight off like uh, werewolves and they slowly become and it was like huh. it's Pretty a it's like a it was like a direct to direct to DVD. DVD movie type movie and I was like this is gonna be shit I was gonna say VHS and, but I was like I, I was like oh it looks like shit it was actually really good good action movie yeah fair enough I actually I should bottle I, not bottle cut we should keep six <laughs> like, we should dogs like it was it. yeah and I didn't realize he had done that so he had done those and that's the thing direction's strong on this um, yeah so this, my point is the directing is actually the only thing that falls short really with this movie is the script because I don't know what they're doing after the second half. So essentially, the whole plot is uh, Mila Jojojovic is the witch. Um, she was in pieces. <laughs> she was in, she was too much power way back when in the medieval times with King Arthur. So they decided to slice her up and chop her bodies into little pieces, put each piece in a chest, and send those over to the far reaches of the earth. Because yep. there's no other way to destroy her. Fine, but years later, someone's like, "Hey, man, I found a piece," and I guess she just just kept whispering to them. Assemble me, assemble me. So, um, uh, what's the organization that Hellboy works for? Oh, the uh, CB, CB. No, no, RPID. RPID. Oh, funny. That's uh, another movie. Um, that's that's they're based on. Really? Yeah. There's no crossover there. No. Oh, we, okay. We need to do another connection. Um, RPID is like okay. We we've got some rumblings here. You need to go. Sorry, RIPD. No, there you go. Uh, you need to go nip this in the bud as soon as possible. So Hellboy's on a search to go find them. He goes over to. England, where he meets kind of the next line of descendants of the Knights of the Round Table. Yep. To go on a hunt for that they've been doing for like centuries. Ages, right? Yeah. Um. And then another like an early twist, which was like fucking great. That was a quick twist. Yeah, yeah. it was. So he meets like an oracle there, which kind of gives. She, she gives in the background to his. To who, his. We didn't give casting for it too. She was great in that. 
and King Arthur we didn't give a casting to. Um, yeah, so talk a little bit about when he makes. Yeah, she, yeah, she, he learns that if you if you watch the older movies, then you know already. But he learns in this one that he was basically summoned by Nazis to right. try and win the war. But just as he was summoned, um, the Nazis were killed off, and his father, so the Ian McShane character, right. actually took him in and raised him to be good. Be good at Attack of the Mutants, and this whole movie's about him, like, well, I said other mutants, other monsters, and he's like, but I'm a monster too, so yeah. I'm, I'm hunting my own kind. So it's him coming to grips with... So he's kind of, it's like an identity thing? Yeah, can I, am I going to be this hero that they thought I'm going to be, or am I going to be the villain or the monster that I potentially could always be? Um, so, uh, just for Alistair, uh, uh, Petrie plays Lord Adam Glaren, who is his first point of contact with, like, kind of the Knights of the Round Table, and uh, Sophia... Okanido plays a uh, Lady Hatton, which is the, the who senior? played the Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga, because that was the that was the cool fight where she was like she was doing like a crab walk and shit. She's not there. Maybe doesn't matter. There's a, there's a pretty cool fight because she's the one who summons the um, uh, Bebop to go assemble the the witch together, right? Because uh, she's all locked up in that house with chicken legs, right? Yeah, Thomas Hedges plays Lobster Johnson. Yeah, that's the from, one. I don't see Bobby Yaga. Okay. Well, he, you know the one where she's she's crab walking and shit. And that was awesome. Yeah, the, the, yeah. That was a really cool scene, I thought. In the, um, in the chicken leg house. So, uh, essentially, um, what's his name? Lord Lord Alliston, whatever, whatever. Um, but friends, Hellborn's like, all right, we're all going to go on the chase. They'll horseback up. And start running out into the forest to go find these giants, and immediately, like, turn on Hellboy and start yeah. like stabbing him. They wasted no time. And I was like, "Gut!" Like, I'm in the theater, like, "Damn!" Right? Like, yeah. I, that was the last thing I thought was gonna happen. So it was such a cool twist early on. Yeah. To see like, oh, uh, like a, you, this Hellboy really can't trust anyone based on who they think he is and who he inevitably can be. Um, I will say this: the trailer ruined all the good parts for the movie. But, didn't watch it but luckily um, a lot of that is more of what could happen not necessarily what right. does happen right but that's still like pivotal part of it so they turn on him obviously um, they try to electrocute him uh, he fights off most of them and the giant show up and, and then yeah. this giant show up and take uh, take out the rest and then he takes out the giant so great right like you get even a better feel of like how isolated this man is like his father sent him out here, so we're all like, yo, can we not trust his father? And yeah, like, that's what I was thinking, too. Was like, like, did he turn who on? can he really turn yeah. on? And then uh, he's just out here exposed because he took down three giants. He took down, like, an army of um, uh, supposedly, like, good guy knights. And then he just received a piece of a prophecy that, like, you could be the worst monster ever. Um, so he ends up linking up with a dreadhair girl who's a, <laughs> who's a seer. Yeah, yeah. For, for like for like solace, right? Like yeah. you, you get a little backstory of like um, he saved her his, her parents when he was younger, or her when she was younger, yeah. and that's why she still has. She like, can talk to dead people. Dead right? people, yeah. She still has a like a soft spot for her, but um, now he's being hunted by the next set of police, which is where Daniel Day Kim uh, Day Kim comes in, and uh, so here this is where the movie like switches tones because they try to speed up a lot of exposition fast it gets really yeah it gets very and they abrupt. have to they have yeah. to move into getting this the is, witch assembled and everyone on the same side this is, this is where it kind of goes downhill right it's so like, you don't get enough time to have uh, like a face off between Daniel's character and David's character where they should be on opposition and learn that like fight each other and then learn that they have to work together 
the all of a sudden they're like they get a phone call basically from back home in North America saying you all work together now and they're like fuck yeah fuck. I guess so and then they're <laughs> off to go fight the next monster and then they really rely heavily on CGI although it's great with the witch getting assembled and Bebop yep. Bebop look good yeah those two kind of pieces that worked but then the rest of it is like okay now we're just gonna show you shots of London falling into like. Yeah, the weird, the weird monsters. Yeah, she summons all these monsters, and, they, and it's like, and that's cool too. Like the monsters cool, were cool because they were ripping like, yeah. humans apart, and like there's all this yeah, shit I've never seen. Pulled, like, yeah. yeah, there's all this cool stuff, but like, you didn't earn it. Like you just straight went there. Yeah, and I was like, fuck off. And like somehow his father dies, and like he gets regurgitated. Through, like he talks through, talks to the mouth. Yeah, it that ca- was it weird. Gets, yeah. Like so they lose, they lose all the great credibility that they had in the first half of the movie. They kind of give up in the second half. Just to uh, push the plot and then there's a moment where he meets Merlin or tracks on Merlin and Merlin tells him like yo you could be a king yeah, of this the is dark fucking side. weird he's like just take the take Excalibur yeah so, and you can win and then later on she's so he like, doesn't but then later on she, the, the witch is like take Excalibur and you can be one it's like well what the yeah, fuck it's the like, same they force what? all this exposition yeah. in like these tiny moments and I'm not against the Merlin thing like I like nice and shit like that and you you had me a little bit with the uh, the knights that betrayed him like there was a there was a moment there where you could have kept that kind of storyline running and it made sense but they broke away from it they, he had to kill all those dudes and then you brought back Merlin again and Excalibur and you're like well this is the sword that's going to change how this war is won and end and it like does yeah, it it's, it's, yeah. and then it just it falls apart like they win but it's like, ah. Uh. And then Daniel Day Kim is like a panther dude. He's a, yeah, he's, he's a, a jaguar. He's, he's a jaguar. It's like, oh, okay. They, they, they just sprung that on us. Yeah. So like, it wasn't even a twist or anything. And then they ruined that in the trailer. So it's like, it wasn't even a good surprise. So like, editing really fell short. Script fell short. And marketing yeah. super Tra- fell short. Trailers suck, man. Uh, Tra- trailers are good when, done, when they're right. But, but I don't trust people to do them right. There's, there's, <laughs> so, there's so much here that you're like, oh could be so good if they just yeah. gave it time to unfold but they didn't they did it no. and then at the end there's like this scene where like after everything wraps up then they have the like oh we're a team now we've been working together for years yeah <laughs> and i can't remember what song is playing but i laughed so hard because it was like maybe like a queen song or some shit like that i or, actually don't remember either it's but like they played like yeah. whatever popular song and they're just they they kick the door down they just what start shooting and like all these whatever monsters and Daniel came like transforms into a panther and just I was like you didn't earn this either like this was clearly setting up for the sequel yeah but like and then they find Abe Sapiens yeah thing right it's like ugh yeah it's 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 set up for a sequel I hope it ends in I a like, whimper and it yeah. started with such a good punch but apparently there was apparently there's a lot of beef on with everything <laughs> yeah well just in production like on they, they couldn't tell which way to go you and can was, see that yeah you can re- it looks, really it show looks like it half. looks like two fucking movies it was like alright let's just fucking get this done let's yeah boom, boom, boom. and then okay well as soon as they got it done like don't forget the sequel and then they just shoehorned it yeah, this yeah exactly what like, it felt oh, like yeah. yeah why would you do this to Harbor cause you know he spent like four hours in that fucking chair like makeup yeah well, was Perlman was bitching about that too right? yeah. Yeah. yeah and the thing about Perman's uh, Hellboy he looks like the comic but he always still looks like Perlman, Perlman. always he got that big face Harbor uh, Harbor looks like fucking Hellboy yeah it's hard to yeah. see him in there and his voice like he changes yeah, no, the register a little bit job. like he he did his justice but the movie ugh so that was two movies so that's, that's movies. Jumping, so we'll jump to what we read now 
Cause sure. Well, you read Spawn. I got I to read, read Spawn. Hellboy. Yeah, I did the Spawn stuff. You did the Hellboy stuff. So I did, uh, like I said, I read like the first 30 or... Yeah, you cheated because so. I read one thing. Yeah, well, because I, I read the first one just recently and then I kept going. Right. Um, I don't want to touch on the, I was going to do the first one, but I'll, I'll do uh, Origins Volume 5. Dude, do the one that's most related to what you watch. That would be Volume 1. But... You're not going to do that. So we're doing Volume 5. <laughs> I was gonna, I, I was gonna, because well, I also because I watched the, the HBO stuff a couple months ago too, yeah, and that's you're, like you're so ingrained in. Spawn. I'm just like in the past like three months I've been just spawn, dripping spawn, in spawn, spawn everywhere. Yeah, yeah I don't even like it that much. I just I don't know. First of all, there. the HBO is fucking a cut above, so I don't say how you don't love that. Shit. The first season. Yeah. The first season. It's a good series. Yeah. And then we're doing Image fairly soon. So we yeah, can, we we'll talk about that. Sponsor. We could do something with the HBO one. We could do something with the HBO one. We could. Like episode for episode. We could you know, this isn't a pitch meeting. This is our... Yeah, across, I know. Across I, the pages. I forgot the mic was here. We're a team now. Yes. Set the sequel. Uh, I got a movie pitch for you. <laughs> See? <laughs> um, Spot number five. Yeah, Origins Volume 5. So, it's it collects number 27 to 32. Okay? 27 and 28. This is, this is what I'm talking about. This is a graphic novel mm-hmm. here with uh, six issues, right? Six I issues. Like I, had to count I, I just need to make sure. So, so the first two issues are handling the main plot of the cover-up on Terry, right? So it's right. all about Terry trying to figure out um, who's trying to frame him, right. and why all of a sudden they pull back. Okay. And then that's Spawn working in the background, right? right? So this is from previous issues. In these two issues, that's what he's doing. Spawn in this one is moping in his fucking alleyway <laughs> like he always does is there a tiny kid there as well getting smacked no by not yet oh, not okay. yet actually but that's in that's actually in nice that's actually in there sorry to cut you go um anyways he's moping in his thing he's he just got into, he just finished a fight with uh Cygor, who's a cyborg gorilla um amazing yeah fascinating and this guy shows up called the curse right and he's like this Bible thumper with one arm, and he's basically all his. It seems like all his enemies at this point are some sort of machine hybrid, sure type shit. Like or there's re- Overkill, there's Sigor, re- now there's the Curse. Who's or there? religious allegory? Yeah, religious is a big thing yeah. in this. But he's he's a nut, and he actually blows a hole in the Spawn's chest. Nice. Spawn comes back the next issue, and handles his business. Okay, and he he just hangs him up in his alleyway. <laughs> like as like a, it's like, just like a decoration, yeah, and he's yeah. not even dead yet. He's just like ah, he's still talking Bleeding to him. And he's shit, just like, yeah. just shut up, just fuck off. Um, in between, so that's twenty seven and twenty eight, right? And then twenty nine. So in between twenty eight and twenty nine, there's the Angela miniseries okay. where Spawn actually goes to heaven. I didn't read this, but he goes to heaven, and twenty nine picks up with him landing back on Earth. Okay. So it goes from so from twenty seven twenty eight. This is what I'm talking about. This this book is fucking like this series is weird. It's yeah, all over the place. There's no continuity. So twenty seven twenty eight. He does the thing with Curse, and it's the main story with with Terry. Twenty nine. He's on the side of a street, and this kid sees him. And he's like, "Oh, hey, man. You know, I think you're dead." Like, he throws the kid throws him into this wagon, and wheels him back home, and kind of lets him hang out in the shed. You come to find out the dad, the 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 kid's dad's abusive. Right. Right? Him and his brother get beat up by the dad and all this stuff. Spawn steps in. Not as funny as in the movie. It's not funny at all. No, it's not funny at all. Like, he actually beats on... He beats on the little kid. And the, if the brother tries to intervene, the dad just beats on the kid harder. Yikes. It's... It's fuck. It's dark. It's shit. Yeah. Um, more, and probably more 
true to a grounded reality. Yeah, and this is in the so he's in the south, so he the, he lands in the south of the states. Okay, and um, basically, Spawn gets revenge on the dad by branding "I beat my kids" all over him and stuff like he scares the shit out of him. Mm. And then he leaves, and the comic ends with the dad waiting for the kids to come back into this room mm-hmm. with a gun. The older brother gets the gun and shoots the dad. God that's damn. It. So it's like, okay, okay, that's a little heavy. Yeah. That's fucking heavy. Okay. So then issue 30 is him making his way back up to uh, Rat City. <laughs> You're only supposed to read one. <laughs> no, this, this is all, this, this is all Fair one enough. graphic novel. I read the graphic novel. That's it. So in, in 30, he ends up having to fight off the KKK. Right. That are, that are, yeah, this is <laughs> like. Heavy. He, they actually end up hanging him from a tree. He comes back, All right. kills them. He changes the leader into a black man. Okay. So that when the, so the rest of the KKK come, they hang him. Oh my it's, gosh! It's weird, and he's like protecting a farm. There's a black, there's a black farmer. Right. He's protecting them, and then the next issue, he gets back to Rat City. So did you enjoy this? I didn't really like that jump. Like it was okay. Right. I was like, it's so, because of the jump, like from. The 27, 28 issues were really cool. And then there's, like, this jump that all of a sudden he's in the South, and he's dealing with all these, like, really heavy Braces. other problems. Like, right. there's the child abuse and then racism. It's like, well then, wow, okay. Let's go. And then all of a sudden, 31, 32, go back to the story again. Hmm. It's like, why did they why did like, they compile these all yeah, together? Yeah, finish the story, then do the side I don't, characters. Yeah, just fucking... Do I one thing at a time? Yeah, and it's that, right in the middle. That seems to be Spawn's fucking... That's what they do, ammo, right? It's they're like pulling fucking them out and weird, man. And so 31, 32, I won't get into the whole details, but he's fighting like angels in heaven and stuff in this building in, in the city because they took, his, they took his buddy. Okay. And this new redeemer shows up, so... Who, who, if the Redeemer's like this Annie Spawn from earlier, like it's, you're getting into like comic convolution now, right? right? But it's, it's back to the main, not the main, but a main storyline of sure. the Heaven versus Hell thing, okay. right? He ends up meeting God as an old, like in the form of an old lady. Right. In this, there's a, there's a building in the city that represents. It's already too long. Yeah, this is fuck. <laughs> and this is like, I'm like, this is, well, I'm going all over the place. So we've got two issues about a government cover up. Then we got two issues of one shots that are really heavy. They're not they're not bad, but it's just awkwardly placed. And then two issues of Heaven versus Hell. Right. I'm like, why did you compile this? I don't know. Uh, okay, so my question to you is but how based on what you've read and obviously watching the movie, how closely related do you feel they got the characters bond from movie to or from comic he's to movie? Way more so in the in the comic book I will say this though. At this point, in twenty-seven issues in, he's real buddy buddy with so with the with the homeless people in the alleyways. He's now friends with half of them, and the other half just don't want him there. Right. But he's like, friend, like throwing his arms over them and stuff. Like, okay. oh, you know, this right. is oh yeah, Al. They call him Al. Oh yeah. So that's excuse me, nothing like the movie because the movie the homeless people don't even have no personalities. No. Well, there, there's the the kid that can't eat a. Moldy sandwich. Yeah, well, there's a kid getting his dad. And then the dad that slaps him. And then in the HBO show, he hates them all. <laughs> right? So it's like, I know we're not talking much about the cartoon right now, but... Clearly there's a connection. I've, I've read, I've seen all the origins now. The movie, the HBO show, and the comic book. Right. And they're all different. <laughs> so you went across the mediums. I went across the mediums. It's next level shit. And none, nothing's cohesive. 
in the HBO show, uh, we should do something about that. But that that first that first season is very good. I kind of wish I went Very first good. for the comic. Cause go I, ahead. Go ahead your comic, though. Well, I only read one issue. <laughs> one issue? I thought you read a graphic novel. No, I just read I read Hellboy in Mexico. Oh, I thought the whole book. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. 2010, again, yeah. a story by uh, Mike Mignola, who writes Hellboy, and then art by Richard uh, Corbin. And again, I found this just because I liked the kind of look of the, yeah. the cover art and found out that it was way more connected than I ever thought it would be. So I was like, pig and shit. Um, I will say about the comic That's before funny. you didn't mean didn't even mean, didn't even mean yeah. to just a happy accident uh, what I liked about this comic vibrant colors right because it's all taking place in Mexico so you get a nice like stark contrast of the red Hellboy uh, compared to kind of the dusty sands of Mexico and yeah. the feel of it um, they had great foreground background um, energy I'll say like there was enough negative space but when something was happening in the background it was minimal to the foreground and it, like it worked well. Like whoever was pacing out the panels really knew what they were doing. Oh, it was it was in sorry in the spawn issues it was Capullo drawing. It wasn't McFarlane. it wasn't Spawn. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, so it's a little different. That's all. And then I like to I'd like to think although I'm not Mexican, it was the little touches that they did touch about about Mexican culture was very true. They taught they had like sugar skulls in the uh, the comic. There's a lot of uh, uh, religious uh, ideologies and like uh, epitaphs and like. Sculptures, all those like those flowery like uh, luchadoras things. Santa Marina was yeah. all over the place. Um, luchadors were all oh, over yeah, this a, this comic. There's a paperback, man, 150 pages. Yeah, it's not one issue. It's a, yeah, well, it's the same thing. Know. It's just yours was cohesive. That's the difference. My mind made sense <laughs> to what I was watching, and then uh, yeah. there's all, all this uh, cerveza. So essentially, it starts uh, with uh, Hellboy and Abe Sapien in Mexico, and they're I guess they're waiting for a pickup from RIPD. Okay. Um, after finishing a job. They see this little hut out there, or Sabian sees it, and uh, they walk in, and uh, he sees a picture of on the wall of because uh, there's like it's a broken down hut now, but uh, there's all these pictures still up on the wall, and Sabian finds one of Hellboy hugging three uh, luchadors, <laughs> and immediately like Hellboy, you you get the tone right. He sits on like a stump and like smokes a cigarette, yeah. and he's in silhouette, and he's like, right, I, I got I got a story to tell you, right? Like he goes back to. Oh, it's like a photograph. Of, it's like yeah, a photo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he goes back to that memory of how that photograph got taken. Yeah. Um, and it's like shot for shot, exactly like the beginning of the Hellboy uh, 2019 movie. Oh, okay. Um, he's, he's searching for Esteban in Mexico, who eventually becomes a uh, Kamatozos. Kamatozos? Man bat. Yeah, yeah. I can't say, <laughs> I can't say it properly. Um, and, uh, Essentially, uh, they're in. So Hellboy goes to Mexico. He meets these three luchadors who are trying to fight Diablo. He teams up with them. They think they fight Diablo, and like win. So they start drinking and like celebrate. They all crash because yeah. they're new buddies and friends. One of them, who's Esteban, goes out into like the night, still drunk, feeling all oh, high, um, mighty, and he sees this turkey like in the street. A turkey. A turkey, but uh, his <laughs> it's like red eye, so it's possessed by the devil, yeah. and that's how he becomes uh, like the man bat. Like oh, they possess okay. him off. It's a weird little thing, but it's yeah. so cool because it's it's you're getting the story, but uh, it's Hellboy retelling the story, um, and he becomes possessed. So now um, Hellboy and the other two luchadors have to track down their missing friend. They track him all the way down to this uh, luchador uh, wrestling match. Where they go in there and everyone's celebrating. Oh, the Hellboy's here, right? Like, uh, El Diablo, right? They're freaking out. He gets in the ring. He's like, Esteban? They start fighting. So it's just like the movie. Just like shot for shot. <laughs> to the point that there's Which one. Which is cool. That's, it's that's amazing, really right? Cool. So the yeah. fact that I found it. 
to the fourth, there's there's a there's a panel where you see Hellboy have to impale Man Bat on the ring post like in the movie, and I was like, God damn, this is exactly what I wanted, right? But in the obviously in the comic, he's uh, like redrawn and like uh, hates himself that he had to kill his right, yeah, yeah, his, his new more, friend. Yeah. That it ends. He ends the story that he's telling to Sapien with him um, drunk at like a bar, and Sapien's like, "What happened after that?" I was like, "I don't know, man. I just fucking blackout drunk." The last like three months after that are a blur. And the comic ends with uh, R.I.P.D.'s helicopter coming down for them, and then them getting in for the next adventure. So the whole the whole comic is the whole the, the whole story is just him retelling the, the last time the, he was in Mexico, right? Which so, happened to be the intro to the movie. Amazing, pitch yeah, perfect. Cool. You really get everything cool. yeah, yeah. you want from Hellboy. You understand who he is, where where he is, like how he. So I f- I feel uh, Hellboy is the greatest hero that is has to be a reluctant hero or a villain. Like, there's no middle ground for him. Right. For a lot of heroes or villains, they get a decision. Or they can at least walk away. This is a dude that's so ingrained in who he is. He looks like a villain. Or he looks like the devil. That he he always has to choose. He can never turn it off. So, this kind of story of, like, him wanting to be a hero, but inevitably billing the villain. Because he he kills his his friend, but, like... In front of all the, this crowd of like people that thought they're gonna get a wrestling match, so he looks like a villain again. Like he can never really win. So the one in the one in uh, the one in the current day portion of the book is he more like the permanent her- uh, Hellboy or more like the Harbor Hellboy? Would you say? And so based on this, not in the flashback, yeah, in the book, like who who like per- is he? Is he he, more look, like he looks like more. He looks like more like Perlman. Yeah. But because it's so it's such a shot for shot Mexico. No, that well that part, yeah. But in the flat, because the way you're like, oh, he sits down, like starts to drag on his stogie, like that. I picture Perlman. Yeah, doing that, right? it, it looks like Perlman. Yeah. But any emotions and any type of like feeling I got from That's it, Harbor. I got from Harbor. Right. So like he looks like, uh, and I'm pretty sure exchanging the story, like any time there was a quip or like a funny line that he threw in there, you would get Perlman, right? Right. So, yeah. They're like dry, two halves yeah, yeah. of the same Hellboy. Yeah, that's interesting. And the way that he's drawn looks so much more like how they made up Perlman than he does how they made up Harbor. But I love how like this entire or this this one comic was just the basics of the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And I feel that's like that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. My favorite part of the movie was Mexico. Where do you want Where do you want the movies to go from here? Like for Hellboy. For Hellboy. Well, yeah. clearly they wanted to bring Sapien in. Cause that yeah, but. <sighs> It, it's gotta happen, right? Maybe not. I want another one. Yeah, it's not a bad. It's 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 good enough that makes me. And it's been around that gives for me hope. so long. Yeah, that There's gives me so hope, much like in mind. That gives me hope that they can do it justice. Just take time with the things you need to take time with. Like if it takes you three years to write a good story, take three years to write a good story. Don't, yeah, don't rush it. Yeah, don't come here where you have a great cast and a great director, and then you don't have a vision of what you're gonna do with it, and then. You have to find a way to bring back Ian Machine because you killed him off, yeah, and he was dead. the fucking anchor to the movie, right? Like yeah, he was the gravitas. Yeah. He had the voice. He's like, I do, like. Because what's what's keeping Hellboy in the RIPD is him. If yeah. Machine's it's not a, there, right? It's yeah. his father figure, right? Yeah. And anytime he had like the the scenes where it was Ian McShane and Harbor, like you feel like that emo- like th- this for the first half, great emotion, great tonally, yeah. for as much as you're trying to throw at me because. They were great at shifting from this is a serious moment where like you feel that he's isolated yeah, you're by right. himself you're right. to like oh fuck shit's real I gotta put on my game face yeah. and be the hell boy that everyone expects me to be. They fucking run that amazingly for the first half and then the second half they're just like 
okay, we got to kill Ian McShane. We got to get the witch together and then kill yeah. her. Yeah, and we got to make people care about the team. And yeah, it was. And then, <laughs> and then CGI'd everything else. It's like, fuck you. If you're going to do that, at least give me a two and a half hour movie so you can yeah. give me time to get to that get beat. The character building. You yeah. made it an hour and a half. It's like, fuck. We're, the, someone's looking at the clock like, we got to edit down all this shit now and squeeze in shit. I already made this like a two parter or like a to be continued. Like you wanted, you wanted us to get to the ending and you were giving us the right path to get there. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, uh, time jump or like, uh, teleport. It's like, well, I'm, yeah, mis- I'm yeah. missing all of this fucking shit that you were. Like- you can tell there was some sort of issues going on behind it. Cause it was fucking, it was so, weird. So I'd love them to like, in a perfect world, they do another movie, but they go back to halfway in that movie and be like, okay, the rest of that stuff didn't really happen. You didn't really die or whatever MacGuffin you want to give me to keep those characters still around and have like his surrogate unit of Daniel, Daniel Kim and uh, dread lady looking for Abe Sapien as another monster. Like maybe they just like we heard yeah, rumors yeah. about this dude and they yeah. don't know if he's friend or foe. And then it's Hellboy playing off Abe Sapien. I was like, can I trust another monster kind of thing? Yeah. But I, I totally, I loved Harbor. I think Harbor was the great. Best, I thought he was the, great. Yeah, the best decision. Yeah, if not Ian McShane. Yeah, and it was weird. Like I, like we said early on, it's just like I heard so many bad things about it. I was like, this really isn't. They, yeah, they couldn't wait to like, as bad to, as... to boo this down. Like it's not great, but it's not. And really, it's terrible. only in comparison to a pre- the other two Hellboys, which isn't fair. But I get what you're doing. Yeah. They were a long um, time ago too, right? Yeah, and those are good movies, but yeah. those have those flaws too. Like yeah. there's there's flaws to those films, but at least they let the director and the story go the full distance. Like it seems like with a uh, because I think we have some sort of reviews going up for um, the Guillermo del Toro Hellboys because those are great movies in itself. For, we should get them. We don't for, have, yeah, they're they're on list. I guarantee. Yeah. I've put them on some stuff. Um, his vision for the world that he was building and the story they want to put across. He got car blanche. They let him do what he wanted to do. And so you get these, like... Funny enough, Seth MacFarlane is a voice is to one of the characters in, I think, the first one. He plays, like... I don't know. The time suit dude? Uh, yeah. When we get there. So that's a yeah. funny, nice little link that we made. I but s- there seems to be more trust from the movie studio to this director with what he wanted to make across. With the 2019 version... There doesn't seem to be any trust. Oh, and a bad. lot of movie studio like, let me put my finger on this. Let's put more of this in. We don't have enough giant monsters doing giant monsters. And, I, and it I'd, just fucking I'd like, tears it apart. I'd like Neil Marshall to get another shot too. I don't yeah. want him to change director. I, he's a good director. Like I said, as for um, Spawn, with, the, with what McFarlane was saying about the budget being as low as it is, right. I expect that means it's going to be low on CGI and low on big cyborg robot enemies right which is kind of cool so if it's just spawn uh trying to figure out where he fits in the world and like working against mobs and things like that yeah, like just how early one starts make him grounded billy, man billy kincaid isn't there so in the if you if you can blend the groundness of a david nolan batman and then give me yeah. enough kind of uh dark league justice kind of like yep. just you're, you're 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 creeping on the edge of knowing that there's out there there's a world that you yep. don't understand but this guy is your your key to get to that world. And it's interesting in the in the. Uh, and then I, and then sorry maybe some event horizon just weird fucking. Well, I mean, in, in, when the H, we gotta do something with the HBO series because in in that first season everything's intertwined. Right. Even the things that you don't think are they all Connected, they, they, they kind of all connect. Pay back. Excuse me. Um, or maybe the, Spawn. Sorry to cut you. Maybe Spawn's not meant for a movie. Maybe he's he meant may not for, be. He maybe may he's not meant be. for a maybe a miniseries. Yeah, he may not be because there's a to lot going the on. I, 
Well, the, the characters that you know are so lived in, right? Like, when you're reading the pages of them, like, you know Clown and Violator because you've spent so but much Clown time. Clown and Violator is, like, in the comics, he was, in the first, that first volume, it was, it made no fucking sense. He was going around pulling people's hearts out for no re- Like, I didn't get it. Like, the reason why I didn't do volume one is because it was just really fucking weird. You could tell it was McFarlane trying to find his way. Right. And the writing really wasn't that good. Okay. It was all, it was kind of, eh. And even he says the... You know, it was kind of wishy-washy back then. Right. And the HBO series did everything he did in that comic book better for that first season. I'm right. not, and, like, Billy Kincaid, who's the child killer in that, he has nothing... Like, he's in one issue. Right. In the HBO series, he's an integral part of the plot. So it's... I don't, it's, they, yeah, they it's, don't know who they want their they, and I think I feel be. like he was flying by the seat of his ass when he wrote the comics. Right. But in the, it was just something new and cool. Right. And he's kind of like, well, and I got the hit. character. Here yeah. he is. This is how he's, now we're just going to yeah, go. Yeah, he, he definitely issue, he went right? backwards of like, I designed this character. Who is yeah. it? Oh, I don't know yet. Well, yeah, he did. He, he designed it in yeah. high school, he yeah. says, right? In Calgary, good old Canadian. Uh, and um, yeah, he just. He, that uh, Seth McFarland. Yeah. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> but I mean, we've been fucking going on all this hell stuff. Wait, wait, wait. I, I got, now I got to find out who actually Seth McFarland was in. One of the original. You want to find us before we go? Well, I've been talking about Seth MacFarlane like a motherfucker. And I, mm-hmm. I only really like um, American Dad. Good, good choice. It's not bad. It's a good choice. Yeah. No, I'm just saying it's a good choice out of his work. I don't, I don't like a lot of his stuff. Really? <sighs> um, you didn't like, and uh, Cleveland Show was okay. I never watched it. I had no interest. I don't like. I'm not. I'm not into Family Guy, man. Well, I, did you hear me list Family Guy? No, but Cleveland yeah. is from Family Guy. So I know, I just, but his his show. His show is the old. The old dude's funny. He played Jonathan. That was or John Johnen. Johnen. That was anticlimactic. <laughs> well, nobody cares. Especially about that fact. Damn. This segment is called Heroes from a Hat or Hero Draft, where we take two heroes from this hat and put them against each other in a fight or competition. And since we're at round two. The deuxième round. Whoa, 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 whoa. What is this double angle? <laughs> Since we're round two, we're racing. <laughs> so, so That's what we're doing. Means? Yeah, round two means we're racing. <laughs> that, was a, that was that whole French buildup? <clears throat> yes. The French called racing... In a ran- in a, <laughs> in a In a random type of race. Is that your French race. laugh, too? Yes. Oh. Don't look! No in a, peeking! In a, in a random type of race we're gonna take these heroes choose that I've got one okay now we're gonna choose now we're gonna choose the random race racing okay I got that yes what are we looking at first the hero no no, we're looking at the race the race is swimming swimming. ah okay Okay, wait breaststroke backstroke frontstroke let's keep it simple freestyle freestyle there you go you do what you you do what you want one way or way, one way back? One there and back. Or is this like the ocean? Is it like free? Like, is this no, it's around, swing. It's around the world like in 80 Olympic days? Olympic swimming pool. No, Olympic swimming pool. Um, German Olympics or Canadian slash American Olympics? I don't care. Well, German, I, you can use steroids. I don't care. I mean, come on. So I, I chose Dr. Strange. And I've got Nova. I win. So Nova's going to... Fire himself out like a fucking cannon and just across the top so first of the water. Of all, I'm a doctor. I take some um, 1970s acid and expand my mind. Uh-huh. Expand my stroke. 
I can go through like uh, parallel universes and like dimensions and shit. So technically, I don't even have to touch the water. I'm fl I'm flying fast though. I'm yeah, flying I so I have, fast. I don't have to touch the water. Neither do I. I'm flying above it. So not only can I transfer through different dimensions, yeah. I can throw you into other dimensions too. You wouldn't do that though. I'm a doctor. That's. <laughs> What's that? I have a hippo a hippopotamus oath. To up, I think it's Hippocratic. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one joke that didn't like. The fuck you talking about? I have an oath to right. be a doctor. Uh-huh. And I feel to like... To save people. Save myself. To save people. It's doctors first. Save others. Then the people. Then animals. Then sandwiches. Sometimes hot. So we're... I won. So you're just going to throw me into another fucking dimension. Yeah, and swim. Well, I mean fly. I'm you're a son of a bitch. I'm wearing a lot of velvet. You're a son of a bitch. I'm not like Neymar. I didn't come speed already. Who should have been in this competition? You would have killed him. Maybe. Although Strange would have just thrown him in. Dimension, Dimension 2. Dimension round 2. Dr. Strange wins! On to the next. Wait, don't I have that eye of Agamotto? Yeah. The, oh, yeah, the time reverse thing. We yeah, didn't even talk about that. You fucked, bro. <laughs> you fucked in so many different ways that my mind's not even open to it. I got a time gem, son. Dormammu. This is... Dormammu, I've come to face you. <laughs> I've come to face you. Dormammu, I've come to face you. Dormammu, I've come... <laughs>